Hazlitt. Hello. Hi, Hi Frankie. Frankie. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Oranges and Peaches. Hey. This is our fifth episode. Fifth. Wow. And Come we, so far. We have a very esteemed guest today. Yes. Uh, Frankie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frankie Haynes. I'm the diversity and equity coordinator at the library, and I'm so excited to get to be on the Oranges and Peaches podcast. Yay. We're Yay. so happy, so to, happy have to have you. you. Um, yeah, we love Frankie. <sighs> yeah, we didn't get to warn you that we were going to have such an awesome guest this episode. So hopefully. we didn't know. It just we came didn't together. Know. It did just like come together. Perfect timing. Yeah. Sure, it just kind of fell in place. How's yeah. it was like, oh, wait. Right. Oh, yeah, we, we have one conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, so before we get started on our, our usual segments, uh, Frankie, I just want to ask, do you know what oranges and peaches means? I actually don't. I <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that does mean that you have not. No, I'm not going to go there. Um, okay. I was going to say that means that you haven't listened to our, our first four episodes, but that's fine. I'm not. Burn. I'm, I'm not going to go there. Wow. If, if it makes you feel any better, I have not listened to any new podcasts lately uh, at all. So That does make no, me feel better. I'm, yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> no one needs to listen. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we, well, we tell this story every time because we don't want anyone to be left behind. And like right now, that includes so, yeah, you. So, yeah, you'll be in the... In the club of understanding what this joke is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I told it last time. Did you? So now it's on Hazlitt to we explain. Pay, how about we tell it back and forth? Okay. okay. So right. there's a library. Mm-hmm. That's your the start? Next, to say the next ah, part. Okay. There's a library. Um, a kid comes into the library and goes to the reference desk, which we call the ask desk at our library. Yeah. And the kid says to the librarian, like, oh, my gosh, I need this book so bad. It's called Oranges and Peaches. And the librarian (laughs) uh, types that into the catalog, and nothing really comes up that makes sense. And so they start asking the kid uh, some follow-up questions about, like, what this book might be or what they might need it for. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, so then they figure out that... They don't, the kid does not want oranges and peaches. The kid wants for their like biology class or whatever, they want the origin of species by Charles Darwin. But if you, you know, <laughs> if you're a kid, you're like, yeah, origin of species, oranges, peaches. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was Molly, our very dear Molly, who suggested that name for us. And here we are. Yeah. And everyone's going to hear this story. If we have 20 episodes, we will hear the story 20 times. <laughs> until Until it's just like the most robotic like exhausted telling yeah 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 we gotta insert something (laughs) something new (laughs) anyway so yeah yeah Yeah. i feel like you learned that in library school as a little vignette about uh the importance of the reference interview and making sure that you really fully understand what people are asking so not oranges and peaches that's but origin of speech that's so funny what do you think what like if we'd asked you why would you have thought that we called it oranges and peaches you know I was trying to guess. Yeah. And I don't know. I probably would have been some joke about like, oh gosh, apples and oranges, but something more oh, clever. Yeah, okay. I thought it was like a spin on that, but like something more clever and reference related. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not that clever, but <laughs> no, we didn't like come that. up with our own name. <laughs> nope. No. Wait, what were we thinking before? We were thinking, uh, oh man, I had a good one. 
I mean, none of them were very memorable. <laughs> I mean, one of them was definitely just like the ask desk. Which yeah, we been. had a lot of like desk, yeah. desk related, but we couldn't come up with anything that was catchy. Yeah. Well, thank you, Molly. Yeah, thank you Molly. <laughs> for helping us if out of that. Listen. I think it's still clever to rely on your coworkers, you know, for a good name. So yes. you're, you're still clever. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. If someone else has better skills than you, you just go to them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yeah. Wait, can I? So, Frankie, for the van, um, I submitted an awesome name that was not chosen. but um, Yeah, they did name the van. If anyone's been following that series of (laughs) updates that we did not time well, uh, the van is named. That's, it's done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elpia Go-Go. That's not, that was Hazlitt's. (laughs) That was Hazlitt's idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like LPL. Yeah. I did see a lot of people trying to, they were really vouching for Trucky McTruckface. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, you know. um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I joked, no, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) They obviously didn't choose. And they did not choose Elpia Go-Go, but Mm -hmm. in my heart. Okay. So. I do love, though. That the van is named Dottie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like it. It's like, yeah. kind of makes me think of like an old lady. It but is. in like a cute way. And like a cute little like mm-hmm. trucking around town. Trucking around town. Yeah. Here for blood. Hazlitt's heartbroken. <laughs> it's fine. Did, did someone... I'll get you a magnet and you can slap Opia it on Go-Go? the side. Oh, yeah. This is Opia Go-Go. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should make little like, okay, this is an idea I have for the city. So city, listen up. But it's also related to Dottie. Um, okay, I think we should make little like miniature Dotties that you can get through some sort of, maybe like summer reading next year, read across Lawrence or something. But like just a little like Hot Wheels Dottie. And then also to incentivize taking public transit in Lawrence, I think we should have little T buses that you can get for a, Remember when we talked about this, Ruby, about what incentive there could be? To, yeah. Okay. I would ride the bus like 10 or 15 times to get one of to those To get Hot a little Wheels. Hot Wheel. Exactly. That's like a T-Bus. Yeah. I and love then, this idea. Hot Wheels? Yes. We're, I'm here. We're, we're out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like any sort of plastic car manufacturer. Yes. Tiny. <laughs> yeah. Tiny plastic car manufacturers. Yeah. Please contact LPL. Yeah. Could they be like, we need to get like Peasley involved. Yeah. They could like. They could, like, injection mold them from, yeah. like, recycled, like, plastic bottles or something. Like, make it, like, all around. Exactly. Cute. Or we could 3D print them if we get a 3D printer. Yeah. Although yeah. it would take a long time. That would take, yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, anyway, yeah, wouldn't that be so sweet? Wouldn't you just, like. Yeah. I would love, yeah. I, I guess you couldn't wheel it, I guess, if it was 3D printed. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I don't. I well, I think that you probably could three D print axles. You'd have oh, to yeah. like, put it together. Yeah, like, that would be like, like a, very complicated. Oh, like yeah. a diet. Like you have to put it together. Like people build model planes. Yeah. So I think it's that's another perk. You could get like a kit. That's even cooler. Ooh. Right. Okay. Like make your own little car. Oh, yeah. Man. Get those like smart little kids to yeah. Yeah. Yes. You build Legos. Mm-hmm. You can like build a little model. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Model library van or bus. Yeah. And another <laughs> iconic li- like Lawrence vehicle. I, sorry, that was a question. What's another? What iconic? is another? I, I don't know. Ooh. Um, I would say her like um mail delivery trucks, but that's not really Lawrence. Yeah. Does Dennis's shopping cart full of mannequins <gasps> yeah. count? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> that's hilarious. That'd be very easy to recreate. Yes, exactly. Just a tiny shopping a cart. cart with little Barbies in it. I think yeah. Just like tiny stuff. Yeah. yeah. Tiny like 
models. It'd be a good incentive, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... um, Really got off topic that's there. My, that's my, yeah. Well, that was a library update. That yeah. was a library update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hazlitt has been dangling more library updates oh, yeah. that we have not gotten to hear. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got one for you. Uh, a library update. You both already know this. <laughs> you don't need to like anticipate it too much. So right now it is mid-September that we're recording this podcast. It will be out soon. Mm-hmm. And then October is booked. That's our catchphrase. I mean, that's the catchphrase. Oh, bo- October, your booked. October is booked with all yeah. of these cool um, events that the Book Squad is putting on. And Book Squad's like are people who love books and want to promote. I mean, we all love books, but people who like really love novels, want to promote novels and reading and doing. Book Squad is wild. Yeah. <laughs> they do so much stuff. Yes. I was looking at that lineup of all of their events and like, yeah, super cool. I'm excited. Yeah. There's going to be like haunted books in the stacks where you can come into the library after hours and do spooky stuff oh i love that i'm sure oh my gosh that's amazing yeah it's always spooky season to me so yeah (laughs) yeah i know i need some of those giant spiders for my house yeah i want to get like a giant skeleton and put it in the window of my second story and be like Ah! when will my husband return from the war and the answer is (laughs) he never did Oh my gosh. And speaking of houses, we'll get there soon. Yeah. Hint (laughs) about not skeletons, but not skeletons. Houses. Necessarily skeletons. Does anyone else have an update they want to share? Um, Well, this isn't really an update, but it's kind of a follow up to an update. Um, uh, So the library has an internship right now. and it's called Strengthening Smaller Public Libraries Through Staff Diversity. And the application deadline is this Friday, Friday uh, September 17th. Oh, yeah. So, um, but when this comes out, maybe the application deadline will already have passed. It'll probably be closed. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <gasps> yeah. Sorry, everybody. But look out for the candidates that we do select because that'll probably yeah. get announced ar- around the time that this gets released. Cool. Yeah. Yay. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And yes. then we'll, next time we'll be able to follow up on the follow-up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, maybe one of the interns will agree to be a guest on your podcast. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's – so last episode – I don't know if anyone's listening to these, like, sequentially. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Do you have an update for us, Ruby? Uh, no, I do not. I do not have a, a library or a personal update. Okay. I just want to hear yours. I'm so, I already know what it is, but I'm excited. Oh, yeah, Ruby does know. Yeah. Okay, it turns out that both Ruby and I have chihuahuas now. <laughs> That's the update. Yay. <laughs> so. That is an important update. Okay, but you have to spill the names. What are your chihuahuas' names? Um, so my Chihuahua Pug Terrier <laughs> mix of a dog yes. is named Jimmy Falcone. Um, he looks like an Italian mobster. He has a snaggle tooth. He's the love of my life. Um, yeah. And he's not new. He's, how long have you had him? Oh, I've had, we've had him for five like or six time. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, so he's, long. yes. Jimmy Falcone. That's perfect. That's great. Yeah. All right. Hazlitt, what about so, your yeah. chihuahua? You see me yelling Jim at a dog <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in Lawrence. That's why. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun that, yeah, it becomes Jim and not Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Jimmy, James, Jimothy. <laughs> J- he's got a lot of, yeah. Nice. Got yeah. a lot of names. Okay. That's real good. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so I got a dog last week is the 
And my chihuahua's name is Peanut. <laughs> so <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh my God, your dog's just, I mean, chihuahuas are very like peanut shaped. I would Yeah, argue. I think it's a very fitting. Cup, like, they're just yeah. little peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. I well, and my, my partner keeps telling her to stay in her shell. Which is <laughs> <laughs> stay in your shell. Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's awesome. And uh, yeah. maybe she'll be on the podcast someday. Yeah, maybe. Cute. <laughs> okay. All right. Should we start with okay. the, the actual content? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So, Frankie, uh, house. Go. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, when I um, started at LPL, I actually um, bought a house right at the same time. Um, oh, wow. I put in an offer on, an, on a house um, in North Lawrence on like November 24th of 2020. And then I started here on November 30th. Whoa. Wow. Just doing everything at once. I did everything at once. I did it all. (laughs) Um, And um, I, my my house is an old house. Um, It was built in 1900. And a lot of folks at the library who do own houses or who like live around Lawrence do live or uh, live in and are our own old houses. And we were having a discussion about it once in our leadership team. And um, Melissa was talking about her old house. And I emailed her afterward and I was like, how did you find out all those facts mm-hmm. about your old house? And then in comes all of these resources that I didn't know that I had access to. Like, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the story. That's why I asked my question. I was like, yeah. I, wa- I want to know cool things about my old house like Melissa does. Um, and that's that's how, <laughs> yeah. that's how yeah. we ended up here. And yeah. Melissa, yeah, she knows so many cool things about her house. Like, and that's our boss. Yes. We talk about her a lot, but we love Melissa. And yeah, sometimes she'll just whip out like something random. Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I understand what inspired you. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even remember the specific fact that she was talking about, but it was like so specific. And I had moved into this house, and I, you know, you you don't know from the surface what is going like what happened at your in your house, especially because mm-hmm. houses get renovated, things get covered up. The only thing that I knew is that uh, w- when I moved in. Um, I had somebody come and refinish some floors and put in some new floors. And when he did, he found a bunch of old marbles in my floor Whoa. and he kept them for me. Whoa. <laughs> and so I have um, some loose marbles in my kitchen that are from <laughs> wow. beneath my um, old floorboards. Whoa. So cool. uh, that was the only thing that I knew right away. But otherwise, I I needed I needed the help of a reference librarian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, the reason that we asked Frankie on, I mean, we love Frankie, but also we get this question a lot at the desk where people are like, oh, I just bought or I just moved into this house Mm -hmm. and I just want to know about the history of it. And we give them the list of resources that we are about to give you and we say, (laughs) okay, go forth. Good luck spending the next few hours of your life chasing down (laughs) a few details. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe we'll just do, like, our little list of places. Um, The one, like, big note I had written down was that there is not one place where you can just type in your address and, like, all the facts of your house come up, which I think, I don't know, I I think the public sometimes has too much faith in us, and they're like, okay, this is my address, like, what is the history of my house? And I'm like, unfortunately, we don't have, like— Mm-hmm. one database where we can just pull mm-hmm. up the whole story. But I think it's kind of more fun that you have to like 
hop around and right you really yeah. have to do like some deep historical research to find like a few things out yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is like yeah it's fun you know it's fun when you know what you're getting into I think if you sometimes you will walk up to the desk and they're like yeah hand me the document that has a like when right. my house was built you know all just and sometimes that evidence just like doesn't exist. Um, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be easy because I I'd called the city for one reason or another to get some information about um, when I was renovating to get some information about what the last time it had been renovated. Oh. And they there there's no record because my house is so old. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. But we I I did find some information via newspaper. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. So we could jump in there. Uh-huh. We e- could- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the main resources that I utilize. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. so, so newspaper archive, we have. Uh, this is a newspaper archive <laughs> podcast. We mention yeah, it in yeah. basically every episode. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I don't blame you. It's really useful. Right. And the thing that's so awesome about it is because there are a few different newspaper archive databases that we link to on our website and that just exist out in the world. I mean, there's a lot out in the world, but um, newspaper archive is awesome because you can search for keywords, which I'm sure you found. Yeah. Yeah. I broke it down by keyword and I also broke it down by, um, I put my search in quotation marks. And for folks who don't know, when you put your search in quotation, um, it means that it'll search with the two words together. So let's say you're searching uh, big toe. I don't know why you would be, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know. Oh my I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. It's because my toe's right here. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Hazlitt likes to podcast shoeless. Not oh, no. the, she, yeah, like, telling the public. <laughs> we'll see if it. <laughs> well, you talked about your toe, and I, I feel like I it would did, make it's a, yeah. It, it would be stranger if you just had like one toe out. What? That's well, maybe I was wearing sandals. Oh, well, but, yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, oh well. Okay. Oops. Okay. Well, <laughs> but let's say you're searching that, and usually the terms will get searched for separately. But if you put them both in quotations together, then it'll search for the phrase as one phrase. Um, and so the ability to do like an advanced search is so helpful because it's like one thing it'll separate your house's address into separate parts and Mm -hmm. then you're like well I don't need that house number because that's not the street I live on and yeah yeah like there were other there was a another like newspaper archive not 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 newspaper archive but another (laughs) archive of newspapers that kept doing that and I was like this is not useful I don't know who Mm -hmm. these people are (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good tip. Thank you. For and it, that. Thank you. <laughs> it's surprising how often like a, a house or street address will get mentioned in newspaper articles, especially if it's old. Like, hmm. do you yeah. want to talk about like, yeah, what kinds of, what things? kind of things you found? Yeah. So what I found that my, my house got mentioned most of the time, um, in hospital um, admissions and departures because so the Lawrence Journal world used to include that in every newspaper. They would say this person was admitted this day and then this person um, departed on this day or this person, they'll also mention births. So so, um, my house's address popped up most frequently in that way. And then also in the classifieds, somebody, Uh um, North Lawrence actually used to be a place where they... um, 
it used to be like a big lumber, like the lumber industry used to be big in North Lawrence. I mean, it kind of still is. There is still a place where you can go and buy lots of lumber in North Lawrence. But somebody was just constantly selling wood from my house. And so my house popped up a lot then as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. cool. Yes. I wonder, yeah, if that means like the lumber yard, like owner or something lived at your house it's totally possible when so when my house got when I went in to redo the floor so I really don't like carpet my house had was like covered in head-to-toe carpet (laughs) and I just well also like when you walk into my house because it's it was built in 1900 so when you walk in you walk directly into the living room Uh there is no entryway and so there used to be carpet right there Mm. and like this is this yeah. is mud central. Yeah. And so I changed my floors and my downstairs to all like hard surface floors. And when we ripped up the carpet, we thought that there wasn't going to be anything underneath it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original hardwood floors were underneath oh, it. Yeah. And and when I say the original hardwood floors, so w- <laughs> this is just like a little like fun fact about like house construction and like how they work. But when you have a floor, like you see the floor that you walk on, but underneath that floor is a subfloor. Subfloor, yeah. And so my house, um, my floors right now that I walk on and live on are my house. They are the subfloor. Oh. They're what my house is built out of. And the guy who refinished them, um, well, the two guys, because one guy put in new wood and one guy refinished the floors for me. Um, they were like, this wood probably came from the lumberyard right Ooh, over there wow. on Locust Street. Ooh. And so my heart, my house is made of a, a wood called heart pine. Ooh. Um, and this, this wood has been like, um, been used so much that you can't even get heart pine anymore. Oh. You can get pine, but it's not as old. It's, it's old growth heart pine. So a tree that is mm. of a certain age. Right. And I was doing like a little bit of research about heart pine because I always talk about my heart pine floors. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's so interesting like that my floors also are what my house is built out yeah. of. And if you like, if you look at houses built in 1700 and you see those big wide wooden planks, uh-huh. those are heart pine. Ooh. Okay. And so like it is like a very historical building material. And I found out that for a while, like right before the Boston Tea Party, the king Ooh, put oh, yeah. a limit on who could use heart pine of a certain size. So he's like, if a tree is more than 24 inches in diameter, that is for that is for the crown. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. So I just thought that was so interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how I how I landed on this. Uh, oh my gosh, why am I talking <laughs> about my heart pine floors? Um, Carpet, carpet and the... No, you're talking about the lumber. Yeah. The, the lumber, lumber yard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was just super... Yeah, that's why. Because, yeah, he was like, this This wood probably just came from the lumber yard yeah. over there. Wow. And when I refinished it, I had to find... There was a section of my... Oh, hello. We're going to let this go. That's our mask announcement, everybody. <laughs> that happens every half hour. Yeah. And we're all in masks, and yes. we are six feet apart right now. Yes, so we are. Yeah, we are much. following the the rules. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh gosh, what was I saying? Yeah, the um, lumber. Yeah. Uh, gosh, the lumber. My hardwood floors. Oh, okay. So when we refinish them, so what I can kind of tell by the 
the bones of my house is that somebody probably moved the staircase at some point. Uh. So traditionally, or at least most traditionally, like my, my house is like a Victorian folk house. It was built Ooh. in 1900. Oh my God. It's not very fancy. Most Victorian houses like, have lots of like bips and bops, but yeah, um, the bips Midwest, and <laughs> bips and bops. in the Midwest, we would often just use the materials that we could get, which is usually the leftovers. Uh-huh. And so my house would have been a farmhouse way back in in the day there would have it had a lot of land around it my house used to be I'm right next to a corner lot but the house the property used to be all one property mm. which I wasn't surprised to find yeah um, wait how'd you find that oh so maybe we'll get there later maybe yeah, I yeah, should yeah. Ask that yet. Okay. yeah yeah so I, I I found that in a newspaper and I'll oh, explain exactly okay, what the, okay. the wording was but okay. um I did find that out um so Oh my gosh, what was I talking about? (laughs) Yeah, it was one lot and then it got split up and it was a farmhouse. Yeah, it was a bops. Yes, bips and bobs. <laughs> bips and bobs. And so my, my house, um, so traditionally a house like this that you walk into the living room or it would have been like called the parlor back then, uh-huh. you would have walked in facing the stairs. And you've probably noticed that with any, like a lot of two-story old houses in right. Lawrence. You walk in and at the, like the entryway is you go straight up the stairs <laughs> and my stairs probably have been moved once because the flooring in one section of where the carpet had been was like mm. super different. It was like a mix oh. of like plywood subfloor and then like really horrendous black linoleum from <laughs> definitely 1960 something. Yikes. Nice. <laughs> yikes. Yikes is right. It was like, <laughs> God, it looked like a tar mat, but it was linoleum. Whoa. And so we had to rip that all out and then match it to the heart pine. And so to find heart pine that would match mine, I had to look around like at old barns. And so I reached out to, I can't remember the name otherwise I would plug them, but it was this old barn in McLeod. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We can maybe, maybe put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, I might be able to find it and put it in the show notes. It has like a catchy name, but this old barn in McLeod, I found the wood. And then, um, the guy who was putting in the floors for me went and picked it up in his truck. And it was just literally wood that was pulled from like the construction of a barn. Like it was what the barn was made of. And oh my so gosh. I know, I know. <laughs> so my house is just like chock full of wood history now. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. Yeah. I also love that in, in the like researching and the like refurbishing and altering of your house, you're like a wood expert. You uh-huh. like learned all this stuff about construction. I just love that. It, yeah. Like you start going down this one road and then you're just picking up all of this knowledge along the way. Yeah, it's like you find things that you don't expect to find. And I mean, I have like a proclivity for houses. My my dad is an architect. Oh, well, yeah. I'm like such a total (laughs) house nerd. Like I love, I I live for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I love, yeah, like little details like this that you have to string together to kind of make the whole narrative of your house, which I think is what a lot of this research ends up being like, is you have like, well, here's a person who lived there for 10 years and here's what they did. And then they had a kid or something. So you can just kind of like, you know, weave together things and make guesses about the gaps. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like a big mystery. Yeah. And yeah. you're trying to solve it. I mean, I that's like, that's what's so fun about history in general. Like you're yeah. trying to put all these pieces together to see what the story actually was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So you've used... Newspaper archive, yeah. like extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any other 
Yes. Yeah. So I used mostly newspaper archive. Um, well, I looked at some other resources, but I can't, I can't remember what the problem I ran into was. <sighs> okay, we could start, we could go through our list maybe and yeah, see if any yeah. of yeah, yeah, go through the list yeah. and I'll let you know, oh, I used that or, oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and what problems you ran into. It's yes. awesome to have like a troubleshooter, like the little I know. session. For we people. never get to do this with a, a just regular patron because yeah. they're, they're on they're their way. Yeah. We can't like grill them after. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. So I guess for I'd say that for me, when I was researching the history of the house that I bought, I just love the city directories. And like we yeah. have ones from, oh my gosh, I didn't look, but I think it's like 1870 or something mm-hmm. through 1932, I believe. And then our, or 1930. And then we have a gap until like 1963. Yeah. So, and then 1963 up to like current day we have. Um, and so you can go through them and, and, not the earliest ones, but uh, gosh, I, again, I don't know, but starting in like 1910 or something, um, they're cross-referenced by both the address and the name. So you can just, if you bought a house or you're renting a house, you can just look up your address from like 1910 or 1920 or something on and see who lived there. There are a few details about them in the city directories too, like whether they're renting or sometimes their profession, which is cool, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether they're married, that sort of thing. And then you can go back in newspaper archive and you can look up their names and see what sorts of stories are in the newspapers about them. So those yeah. are the, those are in um, the local history room down here in the library. And um, yeah, I like I like those because I, I feel like extra librarian e <laughs> when I'm like leafing through an old book. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, that was the resource that I wanted to use but didn't get to use. And it was just like, it was just like a scheduling thing. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 right before we recorded this podcast, I was at my cousin's wedding. Ooh. And so it was just like a matter of juggling what I'm doing in person at the library and what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, like, so yeah. basically the city directory is like the last thing that I'm going to get to look through. Ooh, and I'm cool. going to basically do it like the reverse of what Hazlitt was talking about where Ooh. I've seen all these names and like these generations that have lived in the house. Yeah. And now I'll get to be like, oh, here's like the directory side and how long they actually lived there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I was going to mm-hmm. say, do you already know the names of the people? I, I know a few names, like mm-hmm. the first record of somebody who lived in my house um, in uh, the Lawrence Journal world is the Leroy's. Mm-hmm. And this is actually the one of the more interesting things. Like one of the first things that I learned about my house and one of the like funniest things. So what was written about them was that um, they had given, like the mother had given birth to a baby boy and the baby's, the baby boy's name was Francis. And my name is Frankie. <laughs> and Francis is like such a funny like name in my family. Like it's really like kind of a name that's been passed down, but like not on purpose, but also no. not on accident. Um, Interesting. So I'm named after a family friend whose full name is Francesca. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also my great, great grandmother's name was Francis. Oh. Um, and for a long time at this, ha- the house that I grew up in, our mailbox was her mailbox and it oh. said Francis on it. And all my friends thought, did your parents just like not finish your name? Because Francis and Francesca, it's just like, Francesca is just like Francis, but with a cut on the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And so for a long time, people thought that. And then now like my baby cousin's name is Francis. Oh, and so oh I just thought, I thought it was so funny that like, I am not the first Francis in my family and I'm not the first like Francis to have lived in this house. Yeah. 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 So Francis Leroy was somebody who lived in my house. Well, a little baby who lived in my house. Well, obviously not a baby anymore, but certainly yeah. they, he was born in 1921. So oh, who, wow. oh my gosh, a hundred years old right now. Yes. Happy birthday, Francis Leroy. Or, you know, yeah. And yeah, wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Wherever you are. (laughs) That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, I know that I used... One of the first things that I also used with this was the Sanborn maps. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. But I think, and I figured out why it's so, why it was so difficult for me to use them. So right now, so I live in North Lawrence mm-hmm. and the, the street names are trees and numbers mm-hmm. in that, the portion of North Lawrence that I live in. But back in the day, they were still states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what the information that I'm lacking is like, which state correlates with the numbered street that my house is on the intersection of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I was like, where do I find that specific thing? I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you know? I'm very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> we wanna... talked about this. Uh, oh my gosh. What was I the think, I think in number topic? three when we were talking about like the Lawrence stuff that we have. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, the street name thing is just a wild, like go, I mean, if you're listening, go back and listen to that episode. Um, but yeah, they they renamed them. Oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting the exact year. Um, but there are cross-reference maps that we have, one of mm-hmm. which I think is in the Ozma room. Yeah, and, and whatever, like whenever I'm trying to, um, you know, remember, like figure out which streets correlate, um, I honestly just look at like a map, <laughs> like one of the kind of illustrated maps that we have down in the history room. And I'm like, okay, one, two, three, four. I want to say the city okay. might have one in their like interactive digital mm-hmm. maps where Ooh. you could do an overlay with like the old street names. Yeah. Uh, that is what, that's but, what I need. And also like yeah. the Sanborn maps cut off North Lawrence. Yeah, they do. And they're... so th- basically my... So I, I won't give my address, but, <laughs> yeah. but also it's public record. So it like, public record. you know my name and it's, don't go, don't do not go people. find no, Frankie. It's fine. I'm not, no, don't go find me, but also it's public record. Frankie's but, privacy is Yes. Um, but I live like, um, so like in North Lawrence, it starts at third street and then it goes up to, I don't know. Ugh, like nine or 10 or something. Sure. Um, and I live in one of the upper parts, like on, on the higher numbers and right at the higher numbers, it gets cut off. So yeah. somewhere around five or six, the Sanborn maps cut off. Yeah. And so that's the other problem. And I knew, like I had sensed in my soul that my house used to be combined with that corner lot. And then when uh-huh. I looked at newspaper archive, that was mm-hmm. true. And so it's really difficult for me to look at the Sanborn maps. Like they're just not, I'd have to combine them with other resources yes. for them to be like yeah, really useful. Yeah. I'm making the okay sound right, <laughs> sign right now and like winking. I don't know why that's what, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I would have to do that to make them really useful. And what else did I, I did look at um, like the register of deeds in the city, mm-hmm. um, okay. but you know, no, nothing there. Okay. Just because my house is so old. Wait, I, I want to hear about that. I want to hear about your experience with them in a moment. But so just Sanborn maps for people who don't know, they are um, like fire insurance maps, right? Yes. yes. That were made by like a company throughout the U.S. Um, in, <laughs> I don't know when. Well, from, from the eight, like from 
the 18, late 1800s, I think. Yeah. Up to like the mid uh, 20th century. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only know it because I was like trying to figure out if yeah. my house was in the realm of there. And it was. Right. Obviously, it was like right in the pocket of the things that they talk about. Yeah. Just they cut me off. <laughs> and like, and I guess what Sandborn maps can show you is like, yeah, when, like if a, if a structure was at a certain location at a time, mm-hmm. um, it can give you some sort of like details about what went on in that building. Um, it gives you like the measurements of the walls and stuff because it was for fire insurance, right? So they had to like have an idea of where windows were and fire exits yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Like Do- some of, it's not, it's definitely not every structure, but sometimes they'll give you like um, the materials the building is primarily constructed oh, cool. from. <sighs> that would definitely be Definitely like floor, yeah. floor plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there's not a ton of, like there, you know, it's not like a text narrative. It's like a picture. No, it's just <laughs> I. I do love the Sandborn maps for their like. This it sounds funny to say, but like they have to be combined with some other yeah source of information. Mm-hmm. But they can tell you a lot when you're kind of adding in other bits of information, and mm-hmm. like they're very cool to see, like how the structure of blocks have changed and like some of the streets on them just yeah. don't even exist anymore. Yeah. Cause it, um, yeah. yeah. Cause it is like a representation of information that's totally different from like a newspaper archive, right? Like it's representing, I mean, just to- like a totally different facet of a building Yeah. than like, here's the, yeah, like the baby who was born <laughs> to this family and then it went home. So. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was trying to use the Sanborn maps to date. So my house has, at least one edition, if not oh. two. And I can't figure out you know, oh. what the original footprint of the house. All I can say for sure is that my living room and my upstairs are all original. Oh. Right. But I have an edition where uh, my laundry room is and I have an extra bathroom there. Oh. Um, and I have, I was given some of an idea because so basically in the newspaper archive, which I alluded to earlier, there was an ad for a property for rent. And these two oh. properties were, um, one of them was my exact property. And the other one is where my neighbor's house now is, which is the corner lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said in there, you know, one house was four bedroom or four room. It didn't say bedroom, uh-huh. four room. And then the other house was five room. Um, and so I, I kind of have an idea, but I don't know which house is which because it doesn't, right. they're both south facing. So oh. um, it does say like, oh, such and such a house south facing has these, it has city water, has these amenities. <laughs> and th- this ad is from like the 1930s. Okay. Wow. Um, and so I was trying to use the Sanborn maps to look at the footprint of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, you know, it gets cut off. And so I'll have to, you know, overlay it with like a city map to really know. But I ended up guessing the what was an addition versus not based on what I found underneath my floors. Yeah. Right. Um, and so the side addition where my laundry room is, is has a lower foundation, which is like a super common way to save money and do an addition. You don't raise the foundation to the level of your foundation and you just do like a flat foundation. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's super common. And so you step down into it. Uh-huh. And so that one's obvious. And that one was definitely done like after 1980. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then I have like my downstairs bedroom is a question mark because it has a separate attic from my upstairs attic. Whoa. Um, it has its, you know, its own roof, its own pitch. And then the floors 
were soft Douglas fir pine, Ooh. which were which was used like shoot like again early 20th century to mid 20th century that was the popular subfloor material um and so what i can guess is that either it was original and got the subfloor replaced at one point Uh or it was added in the mid 20th century so cool and and the city has no record of it because if it's before again like 1980 something yeah they just don't have any record of (laughs) what people were doing no they don't i mean people had to still get permits and stuff but it was all handwritten Mm. um and also i don't think people had to get permits like for like and who knows if in 1880 you had to get a permit to add a room to your house right but in 1950 you did yeah but they just don't have record so how do you figure out what wood your floor is? I was just gonna ask that. <laughs> um, so you call in a wood expert. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but also, so you can t- kind of tell based on what the color is, uh-huh. what the like, what the texture is. So, um, so wood is graded on something called the Jenka scale. <laughs> I know. I look. The only reason I know this is because oh I had gosh. to shop for hardwood. Okay. Um, and you have to think about how hard the wood actually is Uh, um, when you're talking about durability so um like a lot of houses in like throughout America in general have like red oak floors um that's like a really popular flooring material it has like kind of a reddish tone and their oak floors and that has a Jenka rating of 1200 and so that gives you kind of an idea that's like a kind of hard medium hard floor okay um Bamboo has the rating of like something super high, even though it's not even technically wood. Oh, Once okay. it's milled and turned into a floor, it has something like 1600 or something really high. Whoa. But then Douglas fir is super, super soft. Okay. Um, so you could like, if you ran your fingernail across the floor, it would create a scratch. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Douglas fir, like in juxtaposition to a common wood floor, which is like oak floor, Douglas fir has a jinker rating of like 600. Oh, and wow. so that kind of gives you an idea. And then you like think, oh, you bring in somebody who's I think that this is this and then the wood person's like yeah it is and there's there are ways like they can cut a piece out Uh and like rub some oil on it to kind of get a look at what the grain is or what the color is um yeah so that's how you find out and yeah and how you find out what a popular building material is is you do more research (laughs) (laughs) it's just I mean researching your old house is just like a series of rabbit holes yeah yeah literal and figurative well then you're like (laughs) an expert on so much stuff at the end of it. That's so cool. Yeah, I but you know, I, I'm not an expert. I like I like to say that I know a lot. I mean I know a little about a lot of things. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's so cool. Okay, so we've talked about <laughs> newspaper archive, Sanborn maps, yes, city directories. directories. So should we talk about property search first, and then we'll hear about your experience with Register of Deeds? Yeah, um, yeah. Do property search, because okay. I think that's like a quick... Okay. Yeah, and there's not often a lot of historical info actually in property search. Um, so it's Douglas County Property Search. I don't know the link, but um, if you Google that, you can find it. And um, you have to be careful not to go to Douglas County, Colorado, search yes. Douglas County, Kansas. <laughs> I do that a lot. Um, but yeah, then you just, you can put in your address, your street address, and see whoever is paying taxes on that property currently and for the past like two years or three years, depending on when the year it is. Mm-hmm. And um, and then at the bottom of the page of like the record of the property search, there will be some, um, it's just like city descriptors um, of the lot and the yeah, yeah, of the lot that the building is on. And sometimes I think in those 
Oh, I think I bumped into my mic. Sometimes in those details, I think there will be info about like when the land was platted or Mm. how it was platted, which could help you if you're trying to figure out like lot size Um, or yeah, like when was my, yeah, when was my lot uh, divided into two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I only just got my title like, so I I closed on my house in January and I, they finally like a title company is like the one who facilitates getting the title from the city and getting it to you. Um, and so I got my title in like July. Oh, wow. Whoa, I know. Weird. I know. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so my title kind of gave me an idea too of, it tells you like this, what house, what, what land you own. So it's like, oh, okay. This coordinate and up to this point on the South side of this street. Um, and I, I don't remember, like, I think in the Register of Deeds, it basically just said what I have on my title. So Uh it might just be, again, a matter of, you know, somebody not keeping good record of, like, my land or who knows, or maybe. Mm -hmm. And this is another interesting fact. So I, uh, this kind of, I don't know whether or not. (laughs) Go, yeah, tell us. Well, there is a community building that is really close to my house. And if I said what community building, you would know like Don't ex- tell us. exactly yeah. where I live. <laughs> but so there's a community building and it used to use in like from like 19, from when it was founded to like maybe 10 years down the road, um, it would advertise in the newspaper saying that they needed volunteers and they would say what their address was uh-huh. and they were using my address. Oh, yeah. what the heck? I know, I know. And so, I, and this won't give anything away. So like they're on the opposite side of the street from me. And so uh-huh. usually how it's done in a lot of towns and how it's done here is that on one side of the street, you have even numbers and on right. the other st- side, you have odd numbers and I'm an odd number and they're now an even number, but they used to be using my odd number address. Whoa. And Weird. so there's something going on there too. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And my mailboxes are also like my mailbox is on their property also. Whoa. Yeah. I wonder if it was all one big. That's what I wonder too. Or, or I wonder if like, um, again, you know, my, my property used to be one big corner lot. And so right. I wonder if maybe one part of it used to be, um, this community building. Mm. I don't know. It's just so interesting. So there's something, I think that's part of the reason that I, that's like another part of the reason that these like maps and like trying to find the footprint of my property is so difficult because Mm -hmm. like, why was one address referring to the same place? Because as early as 1921, my address was referring to my address. Right. Um, But then, you know, later down the road, this community building started using my address. Whoa. Yeah. I'll tell you off the air Super which one. Strange. What okay. a mystery. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the kinds of mysteries you yourself can uncover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the help. I'm sure I'll yes. tell them and I'll be like, why was this happening? And everybody will be like, I don't need, I didn't right. even know we ever had this as our address. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which strange. did we already make this point that I forget if I already said this, <laughs> but yeah, like sometimes when you're, trying to research pieces of your house like people just didn't keep records of a lot of things and so like depending on the kind of structure that you're researching whether it's you know if it's a house so yeah we should say that these databases that we've talked about this episode these are really for houses that are in like historic neighborhoods in Lawrence proper but if you're out in some parts of West Lawrence or some parts of South you know any of the sort of fringe of -hmm. of historic development or if you're in like um, rural Douglas County like there's a whole different set of resources that you would need to use yeah and we will have an episode with our awesome boss Melissa at some point talking about those yeah maybe I can get my brother on the podcast because he lives 
He lives in rural Douglas mm-hmm. County, technically still Lawrence, but barely. Oh, okay. Um, and he, he lives on this property that was bit, built by a Mennonite, fa- like, um, oh my gosh, um, a Mennonite family. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I almost always get, I almost always say that wrong, but he was, he, and it was built, they think, in like 1860, but it's so hard to know yeah. because it was just like an old farm family uh, and yeah. the kinds of records that they keep are so different. And then yeah. my eldest brother also just moved to Lawrence. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We're all, all siblings are here now. <laughs> cool. um, and I was using property search to, cause they were asking me about their taxes uh, and I was like, uh-huh. I can find out for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I searched their home, um, hold on, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the people who owned their house prior to them had owned it like since it was built. Oh, and so there wow. was, they, there was, you know, like, like, um, Hazlitt just said, the records of the taxes only go back a certain number of years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I looked that up, it just shows that, you know, that they now own the house and that it says what their taxes will be or, you know, what, um, what they'll owe. Yeah. And so that was just so interesting. When I look at my house, I could see the past two owners, the one who I bought it from and the one who he had bought it from. Oh, wow. So it went back, I think, to 2006. Oh, wow. For me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. It's so weird with that. It is. Yeah. Search, like, it is so weird. You never know. Whoa. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. Um, but yeah, yeah. But maybe one day we can get one of my, my brothers yeah. on here. Yeah. 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 My middle brother's property is so interesting and it's, he has like a big old barn on the property oh, and cool. there's lots of history, but not a lot of documentation yeah. of that history. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what Melissa was saying about, yeah, structures that are not houses. Because I think sometimes like we have reference questions about, yeah, like what's the history of this barn or what's the history of this random thing that's not a house. And it's like, like. <laughs> Don't like, always know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the records that you keep for buildings like that are so different that it's hard to. Like the history is just lost sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like like the rules gone. around like outbuildings and like sheds and mm-hmm. barns and things that are now like historic and cool and that we want to know about and we mm-hmm. want to preserve. I feel like the rules and regulations about when like like we we're, we were talking about permits and what needs to be permitted right. or not. I like I wonder to build a barn like now that you need a permit to have an mm-hmm. outbuilding, but back then I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, um I think uh I think we did it. I think <laughs> we will yes. Yeah. We will do we'll put these links in in, in show, show notes. notes. So, if you have a house or if you're like me where your dad has discovered that you know how to research a house and he's like <laughs> you should research my house. Yeah. You'll have a list of things. Um <laughs> you'll have a place to start doing yeah. research for your dad. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How to research for your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Frankie, what are you reading right now? Okay. So, I'm always reading multiple things at once. Um, but I decided to highlight a book that I bought um, in Portland um, recently. And it's, it's about houses. And give me one second. I'm going to make sure that I pull up the name and it's right. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Do, do, do. <laughs> okay, so it's called um, A Field Guide oh. um, to American Houses, mm, right. and it's like a big, fat, juicy book, nice. um, and it's 
lots and lots of pictures of houses and how to figure out what style they are. So earlier I mentioned that my house um, is a folk Victorian. Um, and so I found that out by reading this book. Um, oh, and the author, Virginia Savage McAllister. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Um, and I like when I bought it in Portland, I just went around and like identified all of the houses of the neighborhood that I was in. And I was like, we were staying like in an Airbnb in this historic neighborhood. So it was just super cool to be able to look at this picture and be like, wow, look that house cool. right here. So that's what I'm reading. Cool. And it's very topical. It's so topical. <laughs> I love a field guide too. Cause it's like, what field? Like, I don't, I feel like, yeah, Everything is a field guide it's, yeah, really. now. That's like the... Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. There's lots of pictures and, and like... I feel like know. this is a, a legitimate field guide though. Yeah. Oh yeah, More definitely. so than like some of our books with field guide in the title. Yeah, yeah. this is definitely <laughs> yeah. something that you could go out in the field and it will guide you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Ruby, what are you reading? Okay. Um, so I just finished um, this book that uh, has a has a small dog at the Ooh. center of it, a couple small dogs. So. Oh, my gosh. We have a couple small yeah, dogs. Yeah, a couple small dogs. <laughs> well, um, that could have been a podcast name. Couple yeah. small dogs. Our main character is like, uh, I, I've only put one framed photograph of my dog on my desk because I don't oh. want people at work to think I'm weird we or obsessed with my dog. We don't think you're and weird. And I was like, I feel that. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. Wait, yeah, in our shared workspace, we should get some pictures of We need of our some dogs. dog portraits for yeah. sure. I support a chihuahua wall. Thank yeah, you. A chihuahua wall. A chihuahua wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, but this book is not, not totally about dogs. But anyway, it's called The Very Nice Box, and it's a co-written book by two friends, uh, Eve. Attention library oh, patients. no. No, the announcement. Ah, shoot. Okay, hang on. so close. Yeah. Six feet away from Maybe Joel can, like, Thank you for helping no, we want this. Beautifully edit this out. <laughs> this is no? Like, okay. This is, like, found sound. Found in the sound. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> found right. sound. Pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so Eve Gleichman, maybe? Um, and Laura Blackett? Cool. Blackett? I don't know. Anyway. Co-written. Um, co-written. Cool. Very cool project. Um, a lot of respect for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's a workplace satire that just beautifully makes fun of the like Silicon Valley, like workplace wellness mm. kind of goofy thing. Um, but they basically are like product designers at Ikea, but uh, it's not Ikea. It's, it's just very cute. It's very fun. <laughs> Everything has like funny names. Cool. Um, but then it's about some like grief and like loneliness stuff, exploration of that. Um, but there is a, there's a twist. There's like a wild ending. Oh. I literally dropped this book. The book is fine. Oh. Materials handling. I'm going to check it back in. It's fine. Um, but I dropped, this is like the first time is I've all dropped a, a book. No, it's not all a dream, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah. Wow. Well worth reading. You'll just like fly through it. Oh so. my gosh. What a Highly recommend The Very Nice Box. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great wow. name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, what are you reading? Okay. Well, um, I'm actually, so I'm reading very slowly Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel. 
that's like the first in a trilogy about Henry VIII and like nice. all of the political machination around getting rid of the Catholic Church and becoming the Church of England. And it's so good. Um, it's it's got it's got tons of history packed in, but it's not like frumpy at all. Um, it's real like dynamic and emotional and everyone's dying because of the plague as they do yeah, yeah. as they do <laughs> and it, but it's real sweet um and it's really about thomas cromwell it's not about henry VIII. so but yeah. but so i'm reading that very slowly like sometimes like 10 pages a day occasionally but um <laughs> what i'm actually reading on hoopla and overdrive right now are all the avatar comics that go between <laughs> i love that oh my god have either of you read them i haven't read no. them i mean i've seen the okay. show yeah well, many yeah. times <laughs> So it's like directly after the end of Avatar The Last Airbender, they continue on for like a couple years. And I thought they were going to stretch all the way into Korra, but they don't. Like, they're not getting that much older. They're just like, Katara and Aang are dating now. And that's like, that's all. They're dating now. (laughs) But um, yeah, but they're on Hoopla and Overdrive. So like, check them out. I love that. Yeah. And Hoopla has an awesome comic book reader, if you all didn't know. Like, it lets you click, so you just look at one panel at a time, and you just swipe through the panels on a page. So oh, it's, it's really that's cool. cool. Yeah, I used to, I used to read uh, this website. I don't think it exists anymore, but there was this place called Manga.net. Oh, <laughs> nice! And it was Love just it. like that. Like you would page cool. through, like the comic as if you were reading it in t- like real time. Wow. Like, like, like you can see, like you can like see the panels and yeah. you like page through and see the panels. So yeah, that's like super that. cool. And but, yeah, but overdrive does not have the same function. So oh, well, shoot, surprisingly, At least something does. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, do you want to explain? Do you want to explain the the Hoopla two? Yeah. Okay. Um, Hoopla and Overdrive. They they are our digital libraries. And um, sorry. <laughs> It's time for a snack. It's time for a snack. Um, Yeah. And Overdrive works like a traditional library kind of where if someone already has a book checked out, you cannot also have it at the same time. But Hoopla exists in like its own temporal fold where people can check out (laughs) as many things. Like you can check out the same book as someone else many times over. Yeah. You get up to... It's either four checkouts a month or eight checkouts a month. I think it might be eight still. Yeah. Since the pandemic. So, but yeah, yeah. audiobooks, ebooks. Oh, yeah. You can read them on your <laughs> phone. You can download them. That's how we do our road trips. Mm-hmm. Get a little audiobook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to break for a snack. Yeah. But thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you, Frankie, thank for you, Frankie. telling us about your house research. Oh, yeah. Well, thank so you cool. for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have any questions for Frankie about. <laughs> <laughs> house, I feel like you should just pop those in the comments. Yeah, feel free yeah. to feel free. It's gonna be to. a lot of follow up questions. Yeah, I yeah. won't tell you exactly where I live. Yeah, don't ask. <laughs> I, won't, I won't tell you, but no, like, don't ask for the yeah, it is public record. So. No, no. look <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, thanks everybody. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Tune in next month for another episode of Oranges and Peaches. Find the show notes on lplks.org and don't forget to subscribe and please rate or comment. You'll help others find the podcast. Our info librarians are Hazlitt Henderson and Ruby McKinnon Love with theme music and editing by Joel Bonner. This has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.